good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. We're recording it in the evening, so good evening to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am your host, or one of your hosts, uh, Cray Valley Paper Mill Enthusiast, Ben. Hello. And I am joined by Luke and our special guest for today, Craig. So, let's start off. Hello again, Luke. Hello. Shall we start this intro no, again? This is a fantastic intro. Thank you, man. Are you a paper m- mill enthusiast as well? Craig Valley paper mill enthusiast as well? No. Okay. Craig, are you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I see. Mills. Exactly. We were watching the probably match of the century, um, the replay in the FA Cup for Cray Valley paper mill and Charlton Athletic. And it's one all at this point in time. They've just scored a penalty to make it one all. So up the paper mill. So hello to our wonderful audience as well. Um, to make this a bit less weird, tell you what we're going to do today. We are going to be doing an overrated Premier League eleven. We've got three different teams, and by the end, hopefully, we can um, trim that down to one team as a group. A group? That's like a disease. A group. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Um, should we get started? <laughs> I think it's worth putting out there. My personal opinion is, I, I made my team about a week ago, and immediately I looked at it today and I thought, flipping heck, this is absolutely horrific. He's offside. Oh, sorry. We just had a, another great offside call from the referee. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think, I think it's worth putting out there. None of these players are bad. And well, well, maybe we'll get on to that in a bit, maybe. But I don't think I've included any bad players in my team, obviously. But I do think that they are getting a bit too much credit for how good they actually are, or have been playing this season specifically. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into that more because I'm inevitably got Luke next to me, who's going to say no. This guy is awful, and Craig's probably the most hateful fan of Liverpool in the whole world so he just hates everyone he plays for Liverpool so yeah we'll get on to that anyone else got anything to say I feel like I've talked for two and a half minutes straight <laughs> yeah it gives exactly what you've done yeah. uh, what formation have you, have you gone for I've gone 4-3-3 three, three. I went 4-4-2 oh what an overrated formation immediately just kidding. Well, I think I've gone for a 5-2-3. You're just strange, you are. <laughs> I just had three centre-backs that I needed to get in. So Brilliant. We'll see how this goes. We so we've all got a goalkeeper. Excellent. I've actually got two names on my list. Go so on. I'll, I'll kick it off. I've gone for Pope. Who's your one? Or Robert Sanchez. But again, I've actually come to decide. I don't think many people are rating him at the moment. So he can't therefore be overrated, can he? No. So I'll stick with Pope, I think. It's my main choice. I've also got for Nick Pope, so oh, I can't disagree with you there. Fantastic. I think it's worth saying for Nick Pope that he is just a bit... I think he's good in some aspects, but others he's quite poor in, and therefore he's overrated in my opinion. I mean, right, right now, he's not in the England squad. No, I don't um, think he'll make it. It's just because he's not, not good enough for England. He's a good shot stopper, and that's about it. Can command his area, but if you ask him to move, play with uh, his feet, yeah, which is going to be essential for an England international uh, and any other team than going forward the Newcastle. I think 
Like he's a good player for Newcastle, and he he's probably not anywhere near the first piece of the jigsaw that you'd move as they continue to move up the table. But you're not. You're going to the not, Champions League final, Nick Pope. Probably not. Probably not. And I think this season he's been especially kind of. Before his shot stopping was so good that it could kind of. It was irrelevant how good he was at everything else. Mm. But I think this season he's dipped a bit in all areas. I think he makes some awful decisions as well. Are you thinking of that Liverpool game in particular? I am. Yeah. Um, I think he has a few of those throughout the season as well. And yeah. That was one that he didn't get away with. I mean, as a keeper, I think you can get away with a few of them where the ball just ends up going out for a throw and off, I think. But I've, I've, I'm sure I've seen a couple this season where he's, yeah, he's come rushing out and. That's what I thought about as well. Just got away. Craig, do you agree with us? Have you gone for Nick Pope as well? No. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, it's Pickford. Oh. No. It's wrong. I don't hate it, personally. But I think there's two different sides to Pickford. There's Everton Pickford and England Pickford. And you've sort of got to amalgamate both. And fair play. I think he does a quite a good job in England Pickford. But feel free to elaborate more and I'll shut up. Um, I don't know. I don't. When you say that an England international has to be able to use his feet, can Pickford really use his feet? I think I don't think Everton Pickford and England Pickford's different. I just think England Pickford has better defence, better defender, and a better I squad in front style. of style. Like realistically, Pickford's not going to control the area. He's not going to come and grab a cross. He'll he'll shot stop. He's not best at one on ones. So I don't know. I think Pope's actually better. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's Pickford's just overrated. Easily. So, if you were making the England eleven, and probably gone off topic quite a lot, here, who would you put in goal, Craig? Neither. <laughs> Neither. Fair enough. Ramsdale for you. Sam Johnson. Dean Henderson. Lee Nichols. Lee Nichols. Easy stuff. Luke, what about you? Who are you putting in goal? Jordan Pickford. I love to. Yeah. Love to go. I think he's um, great. Probably would keep Pickford in. But because I have that logic for other players. Anyway, let's get on to. Where do you want to go next? Should we go right back or left back? Makes sense to go from right back or right wing back if you're Luke. Yeah, that's me. So let's start with you, Luke. Uh, I thought this was quite tough. I was tempted to go for Reese James, but I do think he's good. And although a lot of people rate him, and he's not available a lot of the time, he is very good. So I went for Dallow in the end. Yeah, I had Dallow as a uh, prospective name. I just think... I don't know. He's not unbelievably rated, but I've not watched him and thought this guy's quality. I don't think in either direction he's unbelievable. I think defensively he's there to be got at, and going forward he doesn't offer a great deal. Maybe more than Wan Bissaka, but I don't think on the whole he's he's much better of a footballer than than Wan Bissaka is. So I think Dalo and Wan Bissaka is quite an interesting debate because you could sort of draw parallels to that and Trent and James because Trent is a lot better going forward than James is but James is better defensively and if you chuck Walker in there Walker's the best defensively and the worst attacking wise James is the middle option so do you want like a better level of the do you want like a solid level of both as opposed to one being really good and one being awful and you sort of get that with Wan-Bissaka who is the better defender you know what I mean but I don't, I don't watch Dallow and think this guy's unbelievable going forward. Yeah. 
Well, I'll work for James because I think the main reason why he's overrated, he's not on the pitch enough for me to be getting the plaudits he does, but I still would take him in the England squad. So, all in all, I just think he's a bit overrated. But I've been watching him against City and Tottenham and he looked pretty decent. So, maybe I maybe got it mixed up. But I'm going to keep him where he is for now, I think. Craig? I've got Maurice Jones. Oh, here we go. Look at me, Mr. Consistent. Well, I, I think, to a certain extent... Is is he? I think people overrate him because they draw the comparison with Trent. If you compare him to Trent, he's gonna look better because of his defending, mm. and yeah, he's gonna track back. Whereas Trent is very forward thinking and exposes his vulnerabilities a lot more. So I think people just rate Rhys James a bit too much. I think he's just a consistent right back. He's not anything special. He's not on the pitch enough. And when he's played in the previous seasons, he's been like a massive part of Chelsea's like going forward. So he's been notching goals and stuff. And obviously he's, he must be, I don't know, he's captain now. So they have obviously think he's a big part of the future, which is clear. But he's a bit of a purple patch player, isn't he? Well, I just think nah, he's just good. He's just, when he plays, he's great, and if he can just not get injured, then be pretty decent. If he plays from now to the end of the season, both of you would take him, like you see, because his yeah. performances would be good. I trust that. I think there's no coincidence that he's back in the Chelsea team, and all of a sudden they're good. Fair enough. Yeah. So I mean, he did let four goals in the other day. He did, but <laughs> I don't think he was particularly. At fault for, for no, those? No. He was decent going forward as well. So I think you're right. I think, well, like I just said, there's the reason he's in my team is because he gets, he's not on the pitch enough for somebody who gets rated so highly for yeah. me. But we'll get on to, we'll get on to players who are, are on the pitch too much. You know, still woeful. Uh, let's go over to the left-hand side now, left-back, or left-wing-back in Luke's case again. Yeah. I think there's quite a few names here. I've got about four to rattle through. So do you want me to say my four options or do you two want to get them out? Uh, I'll go for, give you four. I think to start with Udogi is a bit overrated. He started quite well to the season, but again, it was probably the first five games at the most. Since then, he's honeymoon period. Yeah, since then it's been a bit dodgy, uh, or a bit Udogi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you just stuck my joke. Cool. I'm not sorry about it. Um, I also thought Chilwell, but I don't want to go with Chilwell. Um, the other two, sadly. From being brutally honest, Andy Robertson is probably living in a shadow of his former self. But I'm going to go with Zinchenko. I think that's the one I'm going to go with. He talks the talk, doesn't walk the walk. He's great. Arsenal have let two goals in. Right, guys, come on. We're going to stop messing around now. Look at this inspirational talk by Zinchenko. Oh, it's his fault they've let in a third. Yeah. That's my thought behind I mean, Zinchenko. I, I don't think Zinchenko's that highly rated by a lot of people I think he kind of goes under the radar except when he's doing those things mm. and I think he is a pretty consistent performer for the most part the Udogi one alike I think he has been good but watching him against Chelsea you could see it coming it was just an rash, absolute mile off and he had warnings and you just knew that at some point he was going to get sent off and you think if he gets into half time then they'll be okay But he, and he's still not able to keep himself on the pitch so that was stupid so I, I was he lucky to stay on the pitch after the first tackle for you? 
No. The game's gone. I think just just let people make challenges, man. Even two footed tackles. Yes, mate. I don't think it was that bad, was it? Really? Um, Gary Neville would disagree with you. Gary Neville would disagree. With you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I like that. I think it has been good. But yeah, I think yeah, the, slow the rating for Spurs is high right now. So in that, that would make him overrated. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I did go for Ben Chilwell though. Oh, fair enough. Um, because similar to Reece James, he's not on the pitch enough. He doesn't. I just. I can't really remember him performing consistently for a long time, no. ever, since since playing for Chelsea. I think that's the difference between the two. They're both not on the pitch enough, but yeah. at least Reese James performs when he is on it, yeah. whereas Ben Chilwell, I don't get the hype. Yeah, he's had bits where he's been off, off, off the bench. It's just, yeah, he's just been off it for a while now. But I, I think, unless Craig's got any serious opinions, I think the Odoggy one's the best shout because... In terms of how highly they're rated at the moment, I think he's yeah. the most overrated. I don't think many people are talking about Ben Chilwell right now. Yeah, if you think about it, everyone puts you doggy in their uh, yeah, me included. Well, so. I did have another thought about Estupinian. What was mm. thoughts behind that? I don't think many Brighton players will be in this team, but maybe he is. But maybe he's just in a bit of a. He's, in, he's injured at the moment, isn't he? So we yeah, that Brighton team struggling with injuries. Yeah, they have got a lot to be fair. But no, I think they're. I think he's he's earned his earned his ratings. Fair enough. Love it. Okay then. Um, Set of backs. I've got. Well, I might as well take this one because I've got three of them. Go on then. All in Manchester. Oh. Uh, I've gone through the centre back partnership of Martinez and Varane. Yeah. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, I'm not <laughs> a fan of. Neither of those have performed to what they've been hyped up, hyped up to be. Yeah. Martinez is just, I just don't, I just don't see it still injured again is a kind of a theme of this team. But even when he's there, he's shipping goals, he's making rash challenges. He's like Romero, but worse, I'd say. Maybe he's slightly less rash, but as a defender, he's way worse. Um, I just don't really see. I don't think he's exceptional with the ball at his feet either. I don't. I just don't think he's exceptional in any department, and I don't. I think he's more of a cult hero. More yeah. as a. I've got him in my team as well. To be honest, I've got those exact two. I've got Varane and Martinez. Had a couple more to talk about, but I'm happy to put those two in. Obviously, um, but I think he's just. He's a bit of a cult hero because it's like, oh, look at him snap somebody. Yeah. But from the neutral, it's like, well, you, you've got nowhere near him, so you've had to bring him down. And it's just the United fans are like, oh, look at him. Yeah. He butchered them. He butchered. And it's like, well, no, you've just you've stood no chance. So he's just taken them out. Would Would you say though, both Varane and Martinez have looked good in the eyes of Man United fans because of how bad Lindelof and Maguire have been in the past? Yeah, probably. But I just don't... Even Varane now, can't, he's fit. We still can't get in the team. And I, I don't think ever since he came to Man United, I think similar to another player, which I'm sure you're aware that we'll get onto later on in the podcast. Um, <laughs> coming from Real Madrid, you've got this high like level oh, of ratings yeah. and you're expected to come in and, and be at the top level straight away. 
and especially for these aren't young lads no. these are guys that you at the peak of their powers and just not not good enough to be challenging for I think it's easy to look good when you play at Real Madrid like yeah you know let's say I'm trying to think of an example but I think you could take most players who are in a certain team put them in Real Madrid and they would look better because of the likes of I mean for a lot of his time at Real Madrid he's playing next to Ramos who is a very good defender you know um He's arguably one of the best of all time, you know, and he won a World Cup with the best team, best national team at the tournament, didn't he? That French team. Like, it's great that he's a multiple Champions League winner, but I think a lot, I think there are better players out there, basically, and if you put them next to him, maybe Real Madrid would be even more convincing. I think, he's still, there's no denying that Real Madrid was unbelievable, but that, like, that was one of the best teams ever. And it's a different league to the Prem. It was like they were just an unbelievable unit. And yeah. all those individuals combined made an unbelievable team. But Man United don't have those individuals. So then you've got to show what you're about. Can you command back four? Clearly not. And I don't think either of them can. No. Uh, I do agree. I think Varane is overrated. Right. So that's the two that are going to go in. So um, I'm guessing the other one's from I've City. I've got another one from Man City, yeah, oh. and that is the new boy Guardiola. Oh. Um, I admittedly haven't seen a great deal, but from what I have seen, the yeah. price tag was obviously a lot. He's obviously decent and will probably have an exceptional career for Man City, as most players do. I think me and Craig were talking earlier that Man City is similar to Real Madrid. Like you put players into that Man City team, and, and generally they can they'll find a way to be good because. Yeah, it's the system is built to be that way, and if, if Pep Guard, yeah, if Pep Guardiola signs someone, he's not he's not signing them for the sake of signing them. He's signing because he thinks it's going to be a perfect fit, and more often than not, he's absolutely spot on. But I just think there's there's better centre backs out there. I don't think he massively improves the Man City defence. If in fact, I don't even think if everyone's fit, he's he's in it. Uh, especially not if not in a four, he's definitely not. Um, I think him and Nathan Ake could be a, a similar sort of level. Maybe it's slightly better, but I, I think that might just be the kind of... He's got age on his side. He's got age on his side. It's the new yeah. player from abroad. It's exciting. I haven't seen much of on either, but the few games I have watched of him, um, he got battered 7-1 by City. Lionel Messi turned him into a... I don't even know what to call it. He just added on strings the whole game. And then the other game I watched him was Chelsea the other day and he let four goals in and he was at fault for a couple of them, I would say. Definitely at least the one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll be good, no doubt about it, but it was a lot of money and I think there's there's better centre-backs out there. That's uh, that's why he's uh, gone in. Fair enough. Craig? Um, Do you think he'll have second season syndrome at City? Like, what is in the opposite? Ake, Ake wasn't the best when he first moved to City. Like, he was so good at Bournemouth, and that first season at City it was dreadful, seeping yeah. goals. And then, I think, like what Luke just said, I think you, with players at City, especially, they need time on, and he's got lots of it. And he's only what twenty, twenty one. And to be fair, that is a thing as well. Like Grealish's first season wasn't great. Uh, yeah. second season was way better I mean Stone struggled when he first Stones, arrived yeah. as well I think it happens to a lot of City players To I think even just getting used to Pep as well it's just yeah. uh, it's such a difference especially for these kind of players like the Grealish is such a obviously massive difference in club and style to get used to it Cardio has obviously come from a different country it's going to take him a while 
Um, so yeah, it could be. And I, yeah, I think it'll be great. But right now, I don't. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, only the best players can come from Leipzig and fit into the Premier League immediately. <laughs> Dominic was like. So no, I do agree with you. I think it'll be all right. Give him some time. Yeah. And the good thing about Pep is he's the sort of manager to uh, change the system if it's not working for you. So. Yeah. Well, your two centre backs, Craig, the two United guys, or did you have someone else? In? Right. So I guess we'll go for a back four. We can settle on a back four now. Then I guess we go for Nick Pope and because he got two votes. Pope and Goal, Reese James. Got two Bruce votes. James also got two votes in there. Who did I say right back? Dallow. Dallow, yeah. And left back, who did you two say? I went Udog. Oh no, I went. I said about five players first. But I think we agreed on Udog. Oh yeah. So then, and then the Varane Martinez partnership at centre back. I like it. Right, midfield then. I've only got the two central midfielders. So, uh, do you want me to pop them off? Yeah, go on then. So I've gone for obviously Casemiro. <laughs> I don't think I need to have this like just go and listen to any of the other podcasts like I'll <laughs> focus on United I've slated him <laughs> enough times for everyone to know that he's not he's not exactly he's a always it's, you know it's unfortunate we're doing this the podcast at this time where he's not really rated that highly anymore because he is bad but trust me I called it um, there is proof there is evidence so I've, I've kept him in just as proof that I told you all He's never available. He's either injured or suspended. When he's playing, he's getting suspended. Um, he's scored a couple of important goals. Um, but the price tag, the contract they've given him, they've just it's just silliness. And he's just not that good. He's We're got seeing it this like season. Five, five year deal as well, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's so 30. He's this, on 300k a week. He's not going anywhere. This season, we're seeing exactly what the problem with giving him that kind of deal is you, you're kind of pinning your, your your central midfield hope on that player because he's the pivot he's the without him it's you have to change because you can't, he, he's the one he'll hold it on his own and then you can play Mountain Fernandes and they can both have the freedom because he's so good well he's not there for starters and when he is he's not been that good so if you if you pinning all your hope on a 30 plus year old guy for five years then you're in trouble and he's leaving Amrabat and McTominay in the midfield and I think that's harsh I, th- I think McTominay's been alright to be fair he, well he puts in a shift he's doing the best the job he can but at least he's trying his own. yeah I, I don't hate the shout but I haven't I did think about him but I haven't put him in specifically for the reason I didn't rate him yeah. so that's why I didn't put him in but um, Craig do you want to talk about one of yours I put Casemiro as well oh, this is Andy isn't it that's good because literally what Luke said I mean okay you can say he's kind of been done over because the rest of the midfield isn't exactly helping him, but he's experienced enough that he should be able to hand to it by now. Love it. Like they're relying on him. Like Luke said, you're going to have Mount is that box-to-box and then Fernandez is that creative, you-can-do-what-you-want player. But when Casemiro can't even sweep up, it's just a bit a bit of a shocker. It is never a shocker. Uh, in terms of my CDM, I've gone for a different player whose name begins with C-A. Um, he is a money grabber, and his name is Moises Caicedo. Mm. Um, I think this just goes to prove to me more how Brighton has such an effect on its players. And I think it's just weird to see a player who looked unbelievable 
at Brighton, go to a massive club like Chelsea and just um, well, almost seem to flop off a cliff, to be honest. And I, I actually think flop is a bit of a harsh word because, again, he's also only young. Um, Chelsea are probably, in, were, sorry, hoping that they get a bit better. Well, not really hoping, but Chelsea fans will be hoping they get a bit better. They're on the up, basically, aren't they? By the looks. Yeah. But I, I think he had an alright game as of late, but I think he's a bit overrated. I think honest. he'll I think he'll come good to be honest. Yeah. I think that whole Chelsea team, it can't the amount of money they spent at some point and it seems to be now, Poch has kind of got it in the direction he wants to be. found an eleven and now they could can start to settle and I think I say it'll benefit from that. I think he will improve back to the level that we know him to be. I think we, if, if you remember when we spoke to Joe, the Brighton fan, he rates him so, so highly. Um, mm-hmm. So, of, yeah, like you say, it's different playing for Brighton than it is for playing for Chelsea, but I just don't think... I don't think many people are rating him now for a start, but also I just don't think he's... I think he'll come he's back. He's got time on his side as well, hasn't he? Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you understand a bit where I've come from. Yeah, no, it was something I thought about, but I think, yeah, just not quite for me. Fair enough. Right. Craig, you've got a couple more options. Who are your other men in midfield? Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones. Okay. <laughs> Liverpool fans. Oh, man. You're a Liverpool fan. Just for yeah, a but of... I don't rate him. I see him. <laughs> he just ticks a box. He's that English player that you need in your squad. That's all he is. I don't know how he gets game time. Okay. Like, realistically. He didn't get that much. I, I, I don't even know that scene, that's your would he, would he play for Luton? Do you know what I mean? Would he? Yes. I don't, I don't think he would. Is he's he better than Ross Barkley? That's basically what he's saying. Would you rather have Ross Barkley or Curtis Jones, Greg? That's the question. I'm probably going Curtis Jones, personally. Really? Yeah. I don't mind Curtis Jones. Do you know what? I'm, I'm not being biased because I've got, I've got a couple of Liverpool players to talk about. I think... I've tried to be as as honest as I can, and I wanted a like defensive-minded midfielder, so I went for Casado. I've got my eight, if you will, and then I've got my ten. So I'm going. I'm going to my. I've got about four options again for eight. Um, I've got Alexis McAllister because I don't think it'd be fair to go into Casado. Yeah, the same from, situation, really. Yeah, but I think he's also got the argument that he's not been playing in his. Preferred position almost, if you know what I mean, yeah. because of Liverpool's silliness in the transfer window. I think Enzo Fernandez deserves a discussion because yeah. he is rated ridiculously highly. Yeah. And I just not, I, I don't think he's a bad player, like I was saying, but I don't think he's as good as Chelsea fans make out when they go, oh, he's this guy's world class. I'm just, I don't see it personally. No, I, I did. I was tempted. If I'd gone for a free man midfield, he be would have been in there. Uh, another option. Is Bruno Gamarish. Now, I personally find this guy's dropped off a cliff a bit from last season. And I just I don't know if he's getting a bit too much overhype at the moment. What, what do you think? So I think that I did consider that. But I'm sure there's a stat that's like something ridiculous like Newcastle haven't won a game in the last two seasons where Bruno hasn't started. And yes, right. he starts most, or featured. Yes, he features in most games, but when he's not there, the big there's a off. massive hole in that Newcastle team, and I think he's so vital for it. 
he's not I think this season the whole of Newcastle I mean they're decimated by injuries and um, betting problems but um, <laughs> I think he's pivotal he's huge for them and yeah that that depth is gonna is gonna cost Newcastle, and it seems to be that already the Bournemouth result. Like you were watching this team, just they were just falling apart and dropping like flies, and they just lost the mentality, didn't they? But yeah, I mean, you've got Matt Ritchie on the pitch, and you, you're going to be struggling. You can't you can't win a game of a Premier League football with Matt Ritchie and, Jay, and Josh Murphy as 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 wingers. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. So players like Bruno are crucial, and there's other ones in there as well. But I think he's such a huge part of this Newcastle team and kind of the first I think if you think if if, if you are ask a Newcastle plan, fan who who can who can you not lose I think yeah. he'd be the first one on there on the on the list oh, fair. I'll go, I think I'll go with Enzo to be honest as my as my choice in that position alright I've got one more if that's alright yeah I've got um, Mateus Nunes Mateus Nunes okay yeah the city geezer. Uh, yeah, similar to Gradio, really. I don't think he's that good. He's 25, so he should be pretty much at his best, which I'm not, I don't think he is. Um, I don't think he's anywhere near uh, Man City's first three in midfield, and I can't see him really being a natural replacement. Say De Bruyne goes now, or Bernardo Silva goes now. He doesn't fill their boots. He'd have to get somebody else in. It's worth saying not a lot of players would. But yeah, but I, I, he's just not city it's, standard. It's isn't not he? like he he just slots into that. I don't I don't think he's. I think he's just like kind of a Calvin Phillips. They've got him because they needed somebody to fill that kind of squad role. But I just think yeah. if anyone's ever injured in that midfield, they'll shift somebody else there before they. I just don't see him being yeah. that great. And yes, he might end up being. And obviously, if Pep's Pep's wanted him for a while, so you know I'll trust his opinion over mine. Um, but for me, I've not seen it, and I think there's better midfield options that they could have got. It was a big price, like. Is, is then it, they got him just so nobody else could get him. Maybe, but I just, Liverpool were after him yeah, for a bit. I don't. I just don't know what he. I don't really understand it to be honest. I don't. He's. He's like a number eight or a number ten kind of that hybrid bit with like the De Bruyne or Silver kind of player and I just think he's so far away from that um, but I just I just don't really know what or why they spent so much money on him fair enough it seems just like a waste of a signing and they could have just waited and got someone better or tried a youth hasn't yeah, he played special. a couple of games as well already now? yeah shockers so. but I'm just like, like they got rid of Cole Palmer yeah what was the point yeah and yeah, he might be slightly different players, but it's a, it's going to be a similar sort of role. I just don't really know why. Could you make the same case for Kovacic? Yeah, because yeah. I used to yeah. rate him very highly, but since he's gone to City, he's just seems so rash as well. Person, oh, that's what I've seen. Especially which game was it where he should have been sent off? Realistically, I think oh, it was the Arsenal, Arsenal game. One, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, crikey. Um, but yeah, I don't hate the shout. So we've got to make a midfield free now then. I've still got another name to oh, just my creative midfielder and I've got one Fernandez in why not double up Bruno Fernandez mm. you're you are arguably the most overrated player in my team and I'm standing on a hill here that I want him in the team you're not on a hill I'm sitting down on a sofa but I still think he should be in the team um I just Manchester United captain this man 
They thought they'd sorted all their problems with getting rid of Maguire. Since they're giving him the captain, well, even before he was given the captaincy, he's not got that attitude. And this isn't about attitude. Like, this isn't the worst attitudes in the league. This is overrated. New podcast coming next week. <laughs> um, but this guy is just so overrated, in my opinion. People say that he is just... There's a couple of shots he was on De Bruyne's level. Get off it. I'd have De Bruyne with his injuries over him any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you're rating him as, then fair enough. But I don't think... Do you know, first of all, he's mad that Man United are sixth. Yeah. And I was coming back from QPR listening to TalkSport. They're the, they're the form, the last five games. Most informed team. Yeah. Um, Luckily, it's He's not. captain of that. Um I don't. I think his his numbers speak for himself at Man United. He's not the problem. I think getting other players around him that can can perform to a similar level is the problem. Um, should he be Man United captain? Maybe not. Should he be less annoying? Definitely. But as an actual footballer, he's pretty good, and I don't think he's overrated as a, as a footballer. He's yes, just as he's, a man, he's well annoying, and it's so frustrating to watch him. But I think if you're if you're a fan of that club, if he was a QPR, I he's a QPR player. But you know, if we had a, someone of, if you put that into a championship player and he was playing for QPR, I'd definitely love him. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll allow that. I just wanted to talk about him to be honest. So we've got to pick three now, Craig. I'm guessing you only had a two-man midfield, which yeah. was who was who was your two again? Curtis Jones and <laughs> yeah. Oh, who else was it? Plus Casemiro. Yeah, Casemiro yeah, gets in. So Casemiro goes in. And then I we'll... like the Enzo Fernandez shout. Thank you. I'll pop him in. And then we need one more. So we've got Nunes, Nunes Jones. Jones. Who's your one? Bruno Fernandez. Fernandez. Or Bruno. Let's let's leave the Fernandezes and the Brunos alone. So it's between Curtis Jones and Nunes, and that comes and down Kaiser. to my vote, I believe. Well, Casado. Well, you, I'll put him as a DM. Yeah. So let's leave that. Okay. Uh, so it's Curtis Jones on Nunes. I'm gonna, I'd rather have Curtis Jones, so I'll get rid of Nunes. Exactly, well, exactly that. Then, hmm. if you rather have Curtis Jones, then Nunes must be. Right. Yeah, Curtis Jones is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Jones is not the best player, but I think I agree with you. Seventy million they were shouting for Mateus Nunes. Yeah. Never ever. Just get SA. Like I'd probably get. Mm. I don't know if there was other shouts for other players. Lucas Paqueta was a hundred million. Maybe he. He's another player you could argue is overrated. Yeah, I, I didn't like think about Paqueta, him. So, funny-looking beard. Really, yeah. I think he looks a. Yeah, like to be no, rude, yeah. he does look a bit like no, you. That's why I was. Oh right, got you, yeah. Fabio Vieira. Got sent off. Do you think he did get sent off? Mr. Penalty yesterday <laughs> for in the. Uh, I can't even remember if it's in the under twenty ones or the. Uh, Papa John's Trophy. Well, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, he's playing in that for some reason. Because <laughs> he can't play for the next three games. Yeah. Um, all right, front three time. The big, big oh, dogs. Oh, here we go. Can't I know you're not going to like one of mine for sure. Me? Yeah. I think I've got the same sort of idea as you. Okay, well, let's start on the left and work our way to the right. Okay, I'd okay. like to go last, if that's okay. On the left. I've got three shouts. Well, okay. I've actually got four shouts, but yeah. Right, I'll start then. For someone that's generally quite a big fan of Manchester City, quite a big fan, that's pushing it, I, I, I don't hate them, and I've quite like them to do well because it's not everyone else doing well yeah. um, I've gone for Jeremy Dockey 
Oh, wow. That's not what I was expecting. I think he's a great winger and is great to watch, but he has been hyped up beyond belief this season just because we're, we've been starved of seeing a winger. He's, he's a different sort of winger, is he not? He's a winger. That's what he's yeah. an actual winger. And Pep said it as well. But it's just because we've missed that and we've been watching the Phil Foden's and the Jack Grealish's uh, and those kind of players that we we haven't had just a direct Levi Sane in his prime. Or Sadio um, Mane. Yeah, just someone like that in a while. Yeah. Um, so yes, he's good. But everyone hyping him up because he got four up. assists against Bournemouth. Yeah, Let's exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. I quite like Doku. I think I like him. I like him. I'm, I think he'll get. Not... I mean, I, I know. I know you like him, but I think I I can see what you mean. But I've actually gone for a different City winger, and this is probably quite an outrageous shout. And I'd like to explain it before I get onto it. Phil Foden. Uh, do you know what? We're in the car. Me and Craig were in the car earlier, and I said, "Guarantee you, Ben says Phil Foden." <laughs> uh, Phil Foden for me has not found his correct position, and I think he's almost the victim of Pep's tactics. There's no denying that he is a brilliant player and could be an amazing player. But the amount of I hype, think he is the, amount, the amount of hype he gets, though. This guy, a bit like all the talk of this guy's supposed to be better than Messi, all the great stories you hear about him. Who says he's better than Messi? I've seen stuff like oh, this guy's the the Stockport Iniesta, absolutely not. Iniesta. I just think, I just think like last season, people thought, oh, he's got this many goals and assists. In. Yeah, he got half of those in one game against United. Just let's just calm down. I like Phil Foden, I do. He definitely, I I'd definitely take him to the uh, well, the Euros with me, but oh, I just nice. don't. I don't think he's found his right position. And maybe he you. needs to take that De Bruyne role. Did he start for England for you? Um, no, but that's not his fault. It's not his fault. No, he's just better players in the England team. So you're rating him, but because Pep won't play him in his preferred position, you don't rate him. Yeah, pretty much. I think he's great. I, I think, think he's great, but he's overrated. I, this season he's been great. He's been scoring goals. Last season he was scoring goals. It doesn't matter who he's scoring them against. Um, I think he's just... Oh, he's unbelievable. If he gets, he gets into that Man City first team, he starts for England for me. The front three has to be Kane, Saka, Foden. And he's just... No. Who are you putting in there? Sterling. What are you talking about? I like about? Sterling, Sterling man. like one good game. No, I like Sterling. And if you're going to do that, though, Pickford doesn't get in. He's nearly been relegated for two seasons. Yeah, same same for Maguire. He doesn't get in. He probably no, will. Maguire doesn't get in. He played well for England. He deserves to get in the spot. In my opinion. Oh, crumbs. I forgot my other midfielder to mention. Who's that? Oh, James Madison. Purple nah, patch. Purple patch is, for days. He is purple patch. Purple patch, patch for days. He is. He is. But it's too late now. Yeah, maybe I'll try and squeeze him on the right wing. Um, uh, can I talk about my other left wing options? Yeah, yeah. And then it's, en- entertain uh, me. I think Garnacho. <laughs> yeah. Garnacho. I'm not just anti United. Sounds like it. He, he does. But I don't think he's a bad player either. But United are constantly earning for this next coming of yeah, that's Ronaldo. True. That is true. And. This guy's played with Ronaldo. He's a big fan of him, and he's played with Messi. He's a big fan of him. Just let's just can't. He's not on that level, is he? That is a big Man United thing. Any young player like that, Kobe Minor guy. He's good on FIFA. Not even played a minute of football, but they're like crying out for him to play. Give the boy a break. You don't want like they're piling pressure on him, and he's not even played. He hasn't even started yet. 
Man, like I don't think he's over. I don't think Garnacho is overrated because generally within just the Man United, United fan base. But because absolutely. it's so big, we hear a lot about yeah. it. I just think yeah, that is a they they've got a big problem with that. I think yeah. English fans as a whole have got a problem, but I think Man United are the worst as soon as as soon as there's a young player. It's I think it's after so like Greenwood as well, they were like immediately looking for that next well, Greenwood's in trouble now, so we need to... Who's our next youngster? Oh, Anthony Alanga. Yeah. He's, he's off, but he was awful at Manchester United. It seems like he's doing all right over at um, Forest. Forest, but he was awful at United. He was nowhere near that level. And then, I just I just don't... I'm not a fan yeah. of Garnacho personally. I think he's all right. Yeah, I just don't... Not, I don't think he goes in from a footballing... As the footballing world, I don't think we're no. overrating him. That's why I don't think he goes into this team. Fair enough. And then the other one I wanted to talk about was Luis Diaz. Yeah. No, I don't want to put him in, but I thought I, I'm trying to be completely, completely unbiased. Sometimes I'm like, I think he's he's very much loved in the Liverpool community, and he's been through some pretty horrific things. Yeah, man. His parents have been kidnapped. You put him in the They're back now. It's time to get back on the. No, but you know what I mean, don't you? I think he's have a heart. I do, but he's also a bit of a. He's he's almost like. He plays well in a game and then doesn't play well for another game. He's not even purple pan. Yeah, no, I think... Do you get what I'm saying? I do. I just... I did look at it and think maybe he goes in, but... You've got a heart. <laughs> I've got a heart, yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty oh, much. It doesn't make mine anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with uh, Foden. Okay. I think I'm out of my depth. John Craig. I'm at Martinelli. Martinelli? Go on, then. Oh, I don't like that. I, I just... I, I, okay, I think he fits well in, in the Arsenal system. Right? That's where he's but playing. I don't think <laughs> if he goes to any other team, I don't don't think he's going to do. He's that not great. going to any other team. He, he it's, uh, sounds like it's like it's, he's just a pace merchant. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Teams sit back, right? What's he do? He gets taken off for Trossard. Yeah, I mean, I see Literally. it. I he's, don't hate it. I love a bit of Trossard. To be fair, I don't hate the shout at all. So we've got a pretty an interesting discussion on our hands. Here. I feel like I'm out of my depth. I think the Foden is going to get crossed off. Well, I'm hoping Craig can cross Foden. Yeah, yeah. Foden, no way so, it's, so it's my choice between Doku and Martinelli. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Ooh. I like both shouts. They're similar shouts, really. Well, I think both we're saying are good players. I'm Unless saying wanna... Doku's just getting too much rating, and Craig's just saying. That... Unless you guys are happy to put in Garnacho. No, I don't think Garnacho is overrated on the whole. Fair I don't rough. think anyone rates him in the first place. What about Rashford? I think Rashford's getting a bit too much stick. If yeah. you like, he's always there. If you're looking at a front line of Rashford, who else is going to be in there? Anthony, Anthony, and Martial, or Hoyland, and Hoyland. You know where the danger lies, don't you? Yeah, it's true. Marcus Rashford. If anyone's going to be productive, it's going to be here. I, I like mm-hmm. Hoyland. Of I've been relatively impressed. Admittedly, I think he is better than we first gave him credit for. N- not, not necessarily. I just think he like he just he's good at backing into a defender, and that makes him look like he's a, a handful. But realistically, he's not scoring goals, no. so he can be a handful all you like. But when you get into the box, is is where you get your money. Um, yeah, and he's not, not providing in the league at least anyway. Um, but they are sixth. I just think Rash- <laughs> Rashford is a purple patch merchant. That's, I think that's fair. fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his purple patches are generally pretty unbelievable. Purple patches. 
Um, and they're presumably longer than like a Madison purple patch as yeah. well. But I, I can't think, believe I forgot Madison. He was the main one I wanted to talk about. I think. Um, I just think he. He's not the problem, Man United, is he? Really, as much as people he like, will try as hard as they fitting. like that agenda, the, the media, because he's he's the nine, he's the one to he's the one to get at, he's the one to talk about. But he's the easiest to have a go at as well. What well, stick to football stuff? If, if Man United are it. playing good football and playing well, he's usually it's at the heart. Generally, yeah. when Marcus Rashford's playing well as well. So is Doku or Martinelli? Uh, I like the. I like the Doku shout, but I rate both of them quite highly, personally. It, does, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you rate them highly, you just think who's overrated more. I'd probably go Martinelli. Really? Oh, I thought oh. I had that. Oh. I thought I had that. Actually, do you know, I'll, I will go Doku, because I think Martinelli can sort of back himself up a bit more. Doku's sort of too early for him, and he does get a lot of hype, and he's not even... Sort of, well, you can go for Martinelli. Is Martinelli Brazilian enough for me? That's the question. No, you know that's. Let's leave this one up to a vote. No, I mean, you you're, the, you're the vote. Got, you're the vote. You've got to go. I met on Twitter, but all right, I'll go Martinelli then. Martinelli's. I think it's too early for me to be saying Doku's overrated. And he seems all right. He's come from the French league, and he's impressed me. So, okay, fine, fine. Soz. Um, I like right. both. I think I won with Foden, but clearly not. Um, we will see when I am right. Okay. That was only the left winger. I've got two more positions to the manager to do, yeah? Do you want to do right wing next? Uh, we can do, yeah. Go on. I don't think mine's going to get in this time, but I'm going to give it a go. I feel like you're going to tell me Salah. No. no I'm going to say Kulazewski. I did consider that, to be honest. And I think... What was that? That was my Craig. <laughs> Craig's <laughs> breathing too loud. <laughs> Somebody get this man in the house. <laughs> Um, I've gone Kulazewski I think he had a good half a, half a season yeah. period a couple since he's permanent he's been awful completely yeah. average but um, so yeah I see that I see that I think people mine. are clocking that though yeah well it's pretty basic right wing is quite a high position to shout yeah. for go on Craig who have you got Sterling oh no I know we mentioned him earlier, but I, I, I just feel like... I'm a massive Sterling fan. Chelsea have been that bad. He has some average games, and all of, the, all of a sudden he's should be back in the England setup. He shouldn't have been but, out of the England setup. Why? Like, I just don't, I don't see what he provides. He's I think there's so many other people that do exactly the same. He's lost his yard of pace. Like He's quick on his feet, and he can't finish. Right. I think the thing with Sterling is when you leave a team like Man City, you're immediately almost taking a downgrade, aren't you? Pep got the best out. Of, Pep's the best manager in the world. He got the best out of Sterling. I mean, we've seen it with other players. Players who join Pep just turn out to be even better. I mean, look at Haaland, for example. He left Dortmund a menace, a monster, and now he's even better because he's coming into the best manager in the league. There was always going to be that downgrade. But I just think Sterling's always been quite consistent, and I think it's... I think it's harsh to call him overrated. No, I nobody rates him anymore anyway. I disagree that he's overrated, but I agree that it's the uproar about him not being in the England squad is fair. Is fair. No, he's not fair. I don't I don't think he should be in the England squad. He's had a handful of good games this season and it's like it's the worst thing ever. Yes, he's been reliable for England, but for Chelsea he's been average for 75% of the games 
and I don't think based off three months, well, not even three months of form, he, he suddenly warrants a place just because of, of two seasons ago. So I think... I just think... I don't certain know players, certain players get... have unbelievable games and then instantly should be back in the squad. But if Jack Harrison had the form that Sterling had had this season... He was, nobody would be talking about him again in England. Do you think Sterling will go to the Euros? Yes, I think he will, and I think he'll deserve to. Yeah. But right now, I don't think he's a problem. And I think Gareth Southgate probably knows that too. I think he's got players in that squad that he's probably not going to take. Do you think he'll um, start in the Euros? No, I don't think he's good enough to start for England anymore. But I think if if, if Maguire signed, if Pickford signed, Sterling deserves it even more. Sterling... I don't get the Pickford thing. I don't in think the Euros, Sterling was... The last Euros which was arguably England's most successful tournament. He was our star player in that team. I No, I completely agree, but like, that's the past, past the past. He hasn't had a good six-game run since then. Fair. Um, Fair. I don't know. So, I, I've gone Kulizewski, you've gone Sterling, here comes Luke with an outrageous shout, I presume. I've gone for Pedro Neto. Mm. Um I just think there would be a Wolves player in Luke's team. There had to be a Wolves player in. I was getting towards the forwards and things. I thought you'd say it. Quang, to be honest. It's either Pedro Neto or Gary O'Neill at this point. Um, I don't know how you can say this. Why can't I say it? Pedro Wolves are just they're just constantly out to prove you wrong. Beat City, beat Tottenham. You could have a great game. I, Wolves, I told you they'd stay up. I told you they would. And you went, no, 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 no. See, I don't think I The Wolves agenda, agenda continues. Let's just be clear on that. I thought you did. No, I didn't. You did? No, I'm pretty sure I had West Ham. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Have a look at my prediction. All right, I'll have a look later. Um, but I just think he's not. Everyone loves him, man. And like, he's like, every time he hits a bit of good form, they, his stock is just so high. And then he'll inevitably get another injury. And then come back and have another good three games. Like last season, he was completely irrelevant. What did he do last season? The one thing I will agree with you, Nothing. I think he's a bit like Giroud, where you could make him look like the best player ever if you just got together a clip of his best highlights. Like he's, a bit of a compilation player, is he not? He's, he's had a few assists this season and a goal against Luton. Congratulations. He's injured again. But the fact that the second he gets a couple of assists... Every club in Europe is suddenly after him. Mm. He's a load of rubbish. He's not that good. He's good, absolutely, but he's playing at Wolves for a reason. I, I, I like him. I'm fairly certain he's the top assister in the Premier League at the moment. Irrelevant. Irrelevant to me. He is the most... He's got the most assists. Who's second? Trips, but you got half of those against Sheffield. So, not having that. Sheffield United. Sheffield United. Sorry, I always get told off for that. Um, okay, so it's Kulizewski... Neto or Sterling. That's a tough one. I like all the shots. But to prove exactly how strong I am behind him, I'll, I'd probably put Neto as the next best option after Kulizewski. Craig, who's your second best out of that then? I'm going to go Kulizewski. So that, that means it's up to me. Then. So it's Kulizewski on, or Sterling. But if you say Sterling, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kulizewski makes sense. But again, is he rated? Is he rated, though? I'd say, yeah. Oh, is he rated or is Tottenham rated? He think... still gets in the Tottenham team every flipping week. Let's think about it this way. If we put a picture out on Twitter 
with Sterling, Kulazewski and Neto. Yeah. Which for it, which of those gets us the most abuse? <laughs> I think Neto. It's going to be Neto or Sterling, isn't it? Which of those fan bases is going to be more angry? Well, we have wound up. We single-handedly we wound up the no, Chelsea have, fans ridiculously. But we needed the Brighton fans to help us with the Chelsea fans, which because <laughs> to get to Chelsea Twitter, you need you need a, a base of <laughs> you need a base of lower teams that haven't got that many tweets to like get the and automatically and hate then, Chelsea and then the Chelsea like layers it. Once we get enough likes, then it will reach Chelsea Twitter, and then. Then the fun starts. And then you're just breaking into the but United. Wolf, Wolves Twitter, <laughs> it'd probably be easier to annoy, is what I'm thinking. Especially because But I'm... you've already said Pedro Neto, so it's down to you. Who would be second for you? Kulizeski or Sterling? Well, I'm going to say Sterling to that. I'm still got a Brilliant. chance to get Pedro Neto. <laughs> um, I think maybe we need to phone a friend. As, as, a, as a. Who could we DM immediately? Immediately. I don't know. I'll, I'll text Dolly and Sam. Yeah. Although, well, no, I'll text to... Sam because Ollie's a, a Chelsea fan, so it's not fair. It's got to be Sam. Yeah. No, just put it in a group. Put it in a group yeah. and see what they say. I'd just put Neto and Sterling. I think that will, purely on an interaction basis, I think that's more beneficial for us. Who's the most overrated? I'm putting Kulazewski in. Oh, because he said he's second, so it's only fair. Well, Craig, can you change that for, for, no, for the no, sake of the podcast? Um, while you do that, we'll get into the striker debate. Um, I've gone. For, I thought I found this quite tough. I don't know about everyone else. Mm. Um, right, I. Went, I think. Go on. I mean, I put Rashford in immediately, but he's he's not a striker, so I'm not. I can't keep him there, can I? No, and I think that's part of the problem. Just yeah. he's in there. I've got another shout though. Go on, then you go first. No, I feel like I've gone first all along. All right, I've gone for Shao Pedro. Okay. Scored a lot of penalties okay. this season, which I think is is stat padding. Yeah, yeah penalties are gone. Let's be clear on that. I, I'm sure in arguments to come, when somebody says they're a penalty merchant, I will say the opposite. Um, so let's just get that clear. Um, but he's he's. I just don't think the hype is backed up by performances. He is good and will be unbelievable, but I think his his goal record is average at best even for Watford I don't think it's that good if he wasn't Brazilian I don't think he'd be as expensive as he was and I think that he, he's good and he's in the best place that he can possibly be as a young forward oh it's a point for me Ollie's responding well, to well the, the Chelsea fan hasn't picked a Chelsea player I imagine well, Chelsea fans picked a Spurs player imagine my shock we'll wait for Sam we'll wait for Sam to make our final that's point. an irrelevant vote kind of. um <laughs> I think do you think you bring up valid point about João Pedro there? Like he went to Brighton, was meant to be this. Well, he's meant to make those dribbles and stuff that he did last season at Watford, and he just hasn't done it at all. He's just been scoring from the penalty spot. Uh, I don't hate the shout, but I've I've gone for a different Brazilian. You go for? I've gone for. Gabriel Jesus mm, yeah. or Eddie and Ketty I couldn't decide between the two Arsenal players I like Eddie I like Eddie but he's still a bit overrated gets, he gets more goals than he should almost I think it's something mad he hasn't scored in like 29 away games or something like that yeah so I, I, I'd stick with Jesus though if I had to pick one of them yeah probably. I think Nketiah in, doesn't start for any other big six side yeah probably well, I, do. I mean Arsenal don't really want to start him either do they yeah. <laughs> 
But I don't think he, you know, I don't think he's claiming to be. Well, maybe he is, but I don't know. I don't know him personally. I don't know what I'm talking about, really. Craig, who have you got top? Probably better way to. I've gone for a, a weird one, right? Oh, here we go. Um, I've got Danny Ings, you know. Danny Ings? I'm not having that. What the heck? He doesn't even play. Well, this is my thing, right? Okay. Fans, okay, yeah. He's not overrated in the fans' view. But managers love him. Like, there's something <laughs> mad just love about him. I don't get it. Because he's basically a, a championship guy. striker. He can't get, get in a West Ham squad. I mean, Mikel Antonio gets ahead of him, which is madness. I mean, I agree with all the things you're saying, except for that, that it's Danny Ings. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if David Moyes has forgotten that he even plays for West Ham. <laughs> Um, to be honest so he's getting a hair transplant and maybe that will sort things out for him never know um, but I don't think he's overrated because do you know what would have been a better show if you just said Antonio to be honest I just the same again though he's been the same player for about nine seasons <laughs> he's been doing the same he score about four goals a year he'll look good for like a month at some point somebody will say oh he's industrious he does the work he puts in a shift, but there's only so long you can put in a shift as a striker and not score goals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's between Pedro and Jesus, the Ballers, the Brazilians, um, and it's up to Craig it's up to, to decide. Craig. Yeah, that's be Pedro. Fair. Pedro it is. So we're just waiting on a, a vote for the last one. Maybe I will put that to Twitter. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Now that it suits you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, just seem, I'm not. I'm not having a Chelsea fan decide the uh, outcome of this podcast well we've got to do manager anyway manager we'll, we'll do Sam you're really relying on you here to be a, the uh, beacon of neutrality is that, is that a thing people? it is now I like it um, another striker I want to talk about sorry I know it's completely off topic Ollie Watkins what's the thoughts on him he is good I don't think he's overrated but he's so far away from being anywhere near Harry Kane yeah. which is obviously a, a big thing to say but I'm like if Harry Kane well at some point Harry Kane will stop playing football and yeah. if Ollie Watkins was the choice that we had it's not great no. so that's he's not overrated but he's nowhere near Harry Kane Harry, like the level of striker that needs to be in that England team to kind of England have always had an unbelievable striker, I feel like. Have they? Am I going mad? Maybe not. Peter Rooney Crouch, was... Jermaine Defoe was kind of a... They're still really good, yeah. Rooney. Third Rooney. Owen. Fowler. So, you think, looking at who's next... We're in the mud. <laughs> who is next? Is Ali Watkins. Or Callum Wilson. Or... But they're similar ages, though. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, who's... Who's young? Eddie Nketiah. Eddie Nketiah. It's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Who starts winning the 21s now? He's gone... Can't think who it is. Probably some Chelsea player. Probably is. But anyway. Nani Madawake. <laughs> yeah. I thought about him for a while. I like him. I'm not sure about anyway, him. You've got Madawake. Oh, yeah, there's a guy. Yeah, good chance. Manager, then. And I don't think any of us have. Well, I have certainly haven't bought anyone. So, have you got one to mind, Ben, before so I can. I do indeed. In a moment. Firstly. An obvious shout would be Ten Hag, but nobody rates him. Everybody thinks he's out of his depth nowadays, so he can't go in. Yeah. Um, Klopp, low-key overrated in terms of historically as a manager. If you want to go and listen to a bit of a bit of a, 
a very small debate. Go back to our podcast where we did we group we um collabed with Border and we did our all time Premier League draft. I think it was Luke who picked Klopp over was it Wenger? Wenger didn't make it into well, the that wasn't me. That wasn't me to be clear. No, it was Border or Luke. Lovely chap, but he said Klopp over Wenger and I get what he was coming from, but maybe he's a bit overrated historically. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about now. And I'm going to go with probably my most overrated manager in the Premier League. Mikel Arteta. Go on then. Right. Okay. Spent a lot of money. Again, sort of have to do that. That's not a problem. Not won a lot. It's won what? An an FA Cup, was it? Yeah. Eric Ten Hag did that. In his first season. And Arsenal just are... They're good, but they're overrated, aren't they? The whole team's overrated, realistically. Yeah, you have only put one Arsenal player forward. Two. I put a two forward, I think. Yeah, two. So I'm going to... I'm still going with Arteta. I don't care. I think... I don't agree, but I think this season is... Pivotal. Big for Arteta, because he's had... What was it? Eighth, eighth, fifth, second. Yeah. So this is the first time there's only one that way there's up. been yeah. an expectation. Like I don't think anyone's realistically expecting them to beat City, um, but they've got to impress again. They've got to be solid in the Champions League. Um, they've got to go far in the FA Cup, if not win it. They've maybe got to win something. Surely they're going to win something, yeah. Um, but. I just think... I think it's more him, though, that I'm focusing on now. Arteta, as a chap, he does a lot of talking, and then, you know, I think that something came out the other day where he was saying, oh, officials have got to do... They're doing the best job they can. Mistakes are going to happen. Like, and that was after something had gone his way. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, something's gone against him, and he's gone, what the flipping heck's going on here? What's the state of this league? And so there was a lot of uproar about it. So it's like, I mean, every manager does that, but yeah, I think he's just a bit overrated, personally. I don't think he is. Okay, but I think if this season goes wrong, it it, it could well be. Are they out in the caravan? Yeah, they lost to West Ham, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. So it's all on those three. Um, yeah, because they're not. They're not realistically. They're not going to win Champions League. I think they could. Yeah, I think they could. I predicted it in our uh, with B two B. In our season prediction, I predicted... Who did I predict? don't know. Relevant opinion, really. Barca, probably. Um, right, who can I pick, then? Craig, you got one? Yeah, I'm thinking the Bournemouth manager. Uh, oh, Craig, I'd... you can come again. Excellent. These, This guy right here, Luke, and I think we spoke to the board draw people. Again, go listen to their stuff, it's great. But we were talking about... Managers, we were doing the, the tier list, weren't we? And I just said, I don't know who this guy is. And you all said that he's going to be great. He's going to be great. He hasn't even got a win yet, has he? He's got a lot of, got a win. Hundred percent win record in his last one game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one with him because I can see it, you can see what he's trying to do, and it's not going right. Will it click? And they're just going to start winning games. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they will somehow. I think. Uh, they're going to get relegated, I think. Ooh. Gary O'Neill's going to be the one to... Love the last lap. ...to relegate them. I think... Last... Before the Newcastle game, I was worried that this shout was going to come back to haunt me. 
Um, it seemed like one of those that kind of split everybody. 50% of people thought, this is nice and new. It's a bit of a hipster's choice. Let's jump on this bandwagon. I'm going to look really good if this comes off. Um, it might not. But, like I said, 100% wins in the last 101 game. Um, Newcastle, with injuries or without, still a, still a big scalp to take down. Um, so, there is still hope in the Areola train. He has got time. He's The bottom three are so bad that they're probably not going to go down. So he can continue to work his work on his craft. Um, so, I'm still behind him. Sean Dyche is another option, you know. Everton are doing alright though. No, but it's taking a while. Is, I think he has taken a bit of a while. Roy, Roy. No, Roy, you can't be overrated. You can't be knocking about the game at hundred years old. Thomas you? Frank. Oh, I, hate, I do hate Thomas Frank, but I don't think he's overrated. Gary O'Neill. Post. Post the Post. Post the Coglu, Mike. Um, I can't yes. overrate him, but yeah, it wouldn't be a bad shout. Deserve is one that comes to mind. Really? I, like I just deserve. think... I don't think it's going to work forever. I don't know why I think that. But they've fallen off a bit, are they? I think they could, but they've diff- got a lot of injuries and they've got a lot of talent, so maybe not. It's just one that I think... He's stocked so high, but I'm thinking, let's say Ten Hag gets sacked for some reason. Well, because Man United are not that good. That would be the reason. Edwards. Um, does deserve you going to Man United and yeah he probably does change it because of the way he plays be such a drastic change I, I don't, don't think there's any fixing United I, I think it's rotten to the core the whole club you, yeah you, and, and I think today's um, change of getting rid of the director is gonna start to make big changes throughout the club yeah and maybe Ten Hag gets them back in and we do see change but I don't know if it's... Nah. I think it goes deeper. I think everything there is kind of uh, not correct. They just make the same mistakes in a constant cycle. <laughs> and then the the uh, green and yellow scars come out and then they get a good run of form going and we do it all over again. <laughs> um, but that doesn't solve this problem. It's the manager problem. I think Arteta, Postacogli, good shout. Who else is it? Klopp. Klopp's a shout. Pep. Pep's obviously not a shout. <laughs> Unai Emery. I don't think he can be. He's just Moyes. He's just he's a European champion as it stands. Yeah. West Ham are better than I expect. I, I, I don't know if we can find my Premier League prediction. I'll find it. I'll find it. But I'm pretty sure I predict Full Egg and Bottom cannot be rated any other. What about Vincent Company? Ooh. Maybe, uh, but nobody's really rating him this season, are they? I never rated him in the first place. I think he just... The, if you think about that Burnley team he had in the Championship, there are some elite players. I just don't... Oh, I um, don't know what other options there are. Nathan Teller carried that Burnley squad last year. It's a tough one. I think I'm right. I'm going Arteta. Craig, I'll let you just agree with I'll go with Arteta. Yes! Arteta, Arteta. is it? I'm not sure I agree, but he's the end of the team. Can I just say something now that we've decided our team? I am gobsmacked that the only person who didn't predict, um, put a Liverpool player in, sorry, is you. Me? I'm absolutely gobsmacked by it. Well, obviously, that's You did put Wolves in 18. I knew it. Did I? 
Yeah, and you put Burnley in 13th. Where did I put West Ham? Uh, 12th. Oh, are you sure that's me? Yeah, I think so. Here we go, 20... Oh, no, that's... Oh, wow, oh, just come here with your nonsense. <laughs> Unbelievable. You see that? That's... Trying to make you look like a field. Gaslighting me there. Jesus Christ. Where is your prediction? Luke's on the left. Yeah. Uh, Wolves in 16th. Wait, it's not in 17th! Oh, it's not in a forest to go oh, oh, Steve Cooper. He could be a bit overrated. He could be. I don't think anyone rates him. He's just a funny guy. Marco Silva. Yeah. It's just, I think the Premier League managers are, on the whole, are pretty good. Ten hard Arteta, maybe not. It's Arteta for me. Well, it's Arteta, he's already got two votes. Won't be relevant. Yeah. Right, but, that's it. The right wing still to be decided. It's all, this, all, this whole chat for me spurred from the from the Anthony shenanigans. It's just Anthony that spurred this for me. He is the biggest flop in the league. The biggest flop in the league. Mark my words. He is too busy kicking Doku. That's where it came from for me. I think everybody was uproaring against him trying to tackle. <laughs> he looked like he was crossed because Doku's on to shush. So there we go. <sighs> right wing pub will be coming soon on Twitter, so make sure you if you want to get involved in, in the makings of this team. I mean, thanks, Ollie, for such a swift reply, but unfortunately I'm rendering it irrelevant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see. See what Twitter thinks of that, uh, and then we'll publish the full team. Let us know if you want to see an underrated yeah. team, because that could be a bit more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. If you're still listening, give us a five-star review on Spotify. Thank you, Craig, for coming on. Thank you for having me. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.